Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. We want to hear from you. We're live in the Rocket Markets by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is more than a house. It's a personal paradise. Get yours with Rocket Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. Our toll-free line, 855-2124-CBS, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news, you can save a bunch of money if you switch to GEICO. Just go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. You'll be styling. Raiders winners 26-24 over the Chargers tonight at the dump in Oakland. Big win for Gruden. As the Raiders move to five and four and continue to kind of sizzle, I was just watching uh, the post game. Was that Hunter Renfro doing that interview on Fox? That was some other guy. No, that was a DB that had the picks. Oh, that was a DB. Who was that guy? Anyway, he had a bunch of kids. Did you see that? Four. Oh my God! Like he had like four little kids with him. It was they were all over the place. Still not even half of his quarterback. I mean, they were... Rivers got, what, nine? God, Rivers is out of control with nine kids. I mean, honestly, Eric Harris had the... He had the pick six. Oh, he had the pick six, so he was the guy with all the kids? So there you go. His wife was there and his four kids, they were all little. They were like little toddlers. I mean, that guy's busy. I mean, have at it, bro. Four kids, my God. How about the other guy? Who said that to me tonight? I had six kids? Or where, where, who was I talking to the other day saying they had six? Oh, uh, tonight, Dan Hoard was saying that Luke Fickle has six. Oh, my God. But, I mean, at least in that one, he has two sets of twins. So it was really like three pregnancies, but you ended up with or four pregnancies with six kids. Right. I don't want no part of that. Six kids, man. I would absolutely drown myself. <laughs> I would jump in a lake. We started daycare just as your family. It's just one of them's enough. Imagine two's brutal, three is out of control, four is insanity, five is illegal, six is jumping a lake. Anyway, uh, we're all the Raider fans tonight and Charger fans. 855 212 4 CBS. Big win for the Raiders. We want to hear from you. You're leaving the game, you watch the game, you're allegedly a fan, prove it. Anthony in South Carolina, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Scott, how you doing tonight? What's happening, Ant? Hey, man, the time I saw that uh, put Tiger Sith, put Clemson Sith in that play role payoff or whatever, I just went ahead and called the book. He put two bills down on the Clemson to cover the 32 this weekend with uh, NC State. Yeah, I mean, uh, my guess is they'll continue to roll uh, through their uh, remaining games, and that'll be that. And, uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, somebody's going to lose. I think I still don't uh, buy Penn State fully. I think they're good. I think that they've, you know, had a nice run. I think they've had a nice schedule. 
and then they got to go uh, play Ohio State. We'll see what they're made of, and then we'll see what Ohio State does with them and with uh, Michigan. I think they're better than certainly. Uh, I do believe they're better than Michigan, uh, Ohio State. Even if the game's in Ann Arbor, I still like Ohio State. But I, I, I don't bemoan the, the first playoff standings at all. I think that it's fair right now, and I think it'll change. I think, And we know it'll change. It's changed every year. So I think Clemson will still get in. They'll be in the top four next week. Next week, they'll probably be, they'll in, be in the top, top four. four next week. The and, loser of the Bama LSU game is going to be out. And no one uh, really, uh, I believe, and no one, you know, I get it that, that – you know, you're, the way you're coming across to me is the smart way. I'm just going to go bet on them. They're going to blow out NC State. That'll be that. Instead of, I don't want to listen to all the whining and crying. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear any crying about Clemson not being in the first playoff poll. Who cares? Honestly, who gives a rat's ass? They'll get in. Don't worry about it. They win all their games. They'll be there at the end. Yeah, I think so. so and they will win all their games. But you know their fans are livid right now. That they're well, they're mad in. that they're not in the top four, but they need to understand something. This isn't about last year or the last five years. This is about this year, the 2019 college right football season. And they're undefeated, but according to the people that – those dopey people that sit in that room, they're the fifth best team. But two of those teams in front of them are going to lose in the next couple weeks. They're going to get losses. So you're going to be in the top four as long as you win all your games. You got nothing to worry about. So calm down, have a beer, and watch your team go undefeated. Yeah, what's the problem? That's it. And I, Penn State's going to get whacked by Ohio State. You know it. I don't, you know think, get I don't think the Clemson fans uh, like to have any position other than full dominance. Well, they feel that because they won last year, they should, they should be everything. won until they lose again. Right. And it just doesn't work that way with this – college football playoff poll. It's just not the way that it works. Right. Kurt in Myrtle Beach. Hey, what's up, Pharrell? Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, um, I just, I guess I can give a shout-out to Hunter Renfro since I'm from Myrtle Beach, right? Right. He's been playing great. Hell yeah, man. Hey, uh, the reason I was calling was I just wanted to see what you thought about Hodges and Rudolph and the Steelers. Well, uh, I don't think anything of Hodges uh, yet. I mean, I've seen him for five minutes, but uh, I think Rudolph is uh, very – he makes me very nervous. Let's just put it that way. I'm not not overly impressed with him at all, to be uh, frank about it. I I think he's been uh, somewhat, you know, dangerous. Uh, I I think some of his uh, passes are very scary, and I don't think uh, there's a whole lot of thought put into them, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, that's another way of saying in Portuguese, he throws stupid. I don't, I don't, I haven't liked what I've seen, to be honest with you. I, I think he's been average, but that's that's just me. You know, I'm not, I, I'm not against him. I'm not, you know, n- not saying he doesn't have a, a future. I'm not saying he doesn't have potential to be good. Uh, I think he's been thrown into the uh, wood chipper, you know, early and often here because of the Roethlisberger injury, and there was no choice but to go with him. And then, you know, when he got his bell rung, uh, that was scary, and I was worried about him for sure. And then he came back, and I guess he's good to go, but uh, I think he's been, um, frankly, decent at best. I, I I don't think he's done anything extraordinary. But, you know, they've been running the ball better, and they've been, you know, playing really good defense. So I think that that's why they've uh, bounced back 
from their horrible start to the season. But it's not like he's racking up huge games and huge yardage and huge touchdowns and and, and having any kind of spectacular numbers. They're not – I mean, they're fair to Midland to begin with. I mean, he's just been average, right? So, I don't uh, – would you disagree with that, Carver Hyde, that this guy, Rudolph, has been average? He's been okay. I mean, nothing – I don't think he's been anything at all to write home about. I don't think that you can say anything better than average, right? Yeah. Uh, I, what's uh, – it's not like he's led them big fourth quarter comebacks or been – he's been average. He's been steady. He's done some things they've asked. He's made some mistakes too. He's been average. So what they lost their first three games, and then uh, what game did he get knocked out of? Uh, the game that he got knocked out of, I I, I think. Wasn't it the Raven game? Yeah, it was the Raven game where he got his head taken off, right? I think so. And then they, uh, they and then they've beaten the Chargers, Dolphins, and Colts in succession now, and now they play the Rams. I'll be honest with you, you can't tell me you like him over the Rams. I do not. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, I like the Rams this week. Yeah, I don't either. I, I just do not believe that that's going to go well for him. Although he does have that they're playing well, playing good defense, and they're playing at home, so anything's possible. You know how these teams go on the road and lay an egg. Uh, it's it's just constant in the league that you see it all the time. So we'll see. But I think the Rams are right now a better football team than the Steelers this year and I you know I think the Rams are actually you know I think you know they, they're loaded with talent right and they are starting to look a lot better like in the last couple weeks uh, they're coming off a bye but they beat up on the Falcons they beat up on the Bengals nothing to write home about but uh, I think that in those games uh, they've certainly started looking a lot better now they've had a bye and they're coming into this game in Pittsburgh Mafia you can't tell me you don't like them I like them. I don't think they're nearly as good as they were the last couple of years. I think they've had issues with the running game. They haven't gotten that figured out, whether it be Gurley being banged up or you know, even Brown hasn't really stepped up the way they thought he would as the number two back. They've had injuries to the receiving core with guys with concussions and, and in and out of the lineup. So I think they're finally starting to get more on the healthy side, especially coming off the bye week. This will be a big test for them to see if they could actually start getting back to the, the team that we saw last year that went to the Super Bowl. I mean, this is not the same team that we're – anointing McVay as a genius for. They've been really slow offensively. They've had, you know, the good pass rush, but their back end is completely falling apart. So they really got to start proving something the last couple of weeks here. And I think with your boy Mason Rudolph, obviously, you know, like you said, nothing to to be putting up banners for or anything like that. But you got to remember, he's basically a rookie. And I know he's the second year, but he didn't play it all last year. He wasn't supposed to play this year. So if you get average start from a guy like that in his first couple starts, that's a good thing. You know, he's learning. It's not like we've been spoiled with guys like Dak, with guys like Deshaun Watson, with guys like Patrick Mahomes that the second they get in there, all of a sudden they're lining up the league. That's not typical. So I think his performance has been pretty good for a guy who's making his first starts. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think, like I said, the defense has won the games for him. They, they're winning because of their defense, and they're pounding the ball, and they're not asking him to do a lot throwing the ball. So if he can just not – basically, don't screw it up. That's his job now. Don't go out there and turn the ball over and screw it up. So I think that's been the issue with him, so we'll see. Uh, that's but the let point me, when you have a young guy like that. I mean, that's what the Jets did for those two years to get to the AFC Championship game when they had Mark Sanchez, and then once they started letting him actually do something, fell apart. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Chad in D.C., Usually I'm alone in my campaign against the world, Scotty, but I'd like you to be my tiny Zeus Lester. If that's hey, possible. what's my going on? It's Chad Dukes versus the world. 
uh, just driving home, enjoying your show, my friend. But I, I think I'm with what you're saying. You were calling it a question why anyone would go see the Giants play the Jets in the Meadowlands. Why would anyone go see the Jets play the Washington Redskins in FedEx Field in two weeks? Who would go pay to see that? Right, like they're playing, and they had the, the best thing about the Redskins is they're not playing this week. <laughs> That's the best thing about their season. They're not playing. I saw a story the other day, like Haskins. They've at least uh, they're like, yeah, we're excited because they're gonna let him play the rest of the season. I'm like, I, that's nothing to be excited about because he stinks still. Yeah, they're not letting him play this week, and they're, they're still putting Trent Williams on some sort of nebulous injury exception where they're trying to screw him out of his money and the year accrued. So they still are generating bad headlines, even though they're not playing bad football this week. What are you doing? Uh, I saw you're having some huge event or some concert or some charity. You're doing some big thing this weekend. What's that about? That is very kind of you to even notice that, Scotty. I appreciate that. The Chad Dukes Veterans Day Jamboree is Saturday at the uh, Valley Ho Theater. uh, Excuse me, Tally Ho Theater in Leesburg. We're raising a bunch of money for Stop Soldier Suicide, which is a... uh, Charity I work really close with. It's not a fun charity. It's not, you know, there's not a lot of cute colors involved. It's just a really grimy thing that we need to do better at. And uh, all the proceeds go towards Stop Soldier Suicide. So people can go to um, TallyHillTheater.com or Chad Duke's Veterans Day Jamboree on Instagram if they want details. Thank you for noticing that. And what are they? Is it like a concert or something? Yeah, I brought in three bands I really like. Got a building, uh, really cool, some uh, game-used capital stuff, game-used national stuff uh, for a silent auction. So it's a fun event. It's the third time I've done it. Everybody seems to really enjoy themselves, and uh, it's for a really great cause. So I'm looking forward to it. How about the uh, Nationals winning that World Series? What a hell of a job. To to win those two games in Houston was absolutely, I mean, popping champagne. I mean, that was crazy. Unbelievable. And nobody won a home game. I mean, I don't know how that happens. I don't know how you lose. Scotty, they lose three games in a row at home in front of people that are paying $2,000 a ticket, and there was a full-on revolt. And they, they go to Houston, cool as a cucumber, win both of those games. Somehow Victor Robles uh, doesn't win the gold glove, even though statistically he's the, you know, he absolutely was far and away uh, a gentleman that should do that. Anthony Rendon's got no chance to win the MVP. Uh, you're not going to get a Cy Young from Max Scherzer. Uh, Davey Martinez is not in the top three as far as manager of the year, and I think they're all sleeping beautifully, even though because of all of that, in the way that they beat the Astros, who are clearly the best team in baseball. So it'll be interesting to see. they got to try to keep Strasburg. they got to try to keep Howie Kendrick. they got to try to keep Anthony Rendon, Ryan Zimmerman. I mean, go down the list. So many of these guys are going to be available. I think they have one infielder under contract right now, but – we had two parades in three years in Washington, D.C., and you know how rare that is. I got to tell you, do you remember the, uh, the, the, when Davey Martinez uh, snapped uh, at the umpire? And I honestly, <laughs> honestly, I thought, I said on the show, I seriously thought one or two things was going to happen. I thought he was either going to punch him in the mouth because that's how mad he was. He was going to—I thought he was going to punch him, or I legitimately thought he was going to drop dead of a heart, uh, heart attack because he just had one. Like I thought that guy was going to yeah. drop dead. Yeah, it's stunk to, to have to go through that. And that's—I don't know if you ever talked to him. He is the most mild-mannered, friendly guy in the world, and I—he flicked that switch at the perfect time, and then said, "Hey, you guys saved my life by winning the World Series." He's like a. He's like Vince McMahon in that, where he used he used his own uh, health concerns to, to motivate his troops. And 
It was unbelievable, man. And I, I, I don't know. He, he was about to be run out of town. They started. You heard the same numbers that I did. Nineteen and thirty-one at the beginning of the season. They roared back. It's all because of him. They had no bullpen whatsoever. He manipulates the starting rotation beautifully through a five-game series and two seven-game series. There's nothing more you can say about that guy. Unbelievable job by him. How about a big win for the uh, the Capitals tonight? Five-four in Florida on the road. I, I don't even know if that was an overtime game. I think it was. But l- let me ask you, because they have le- legitimately, I think they have uh, the most points in the NHL. I know the Islanders have been the hottest team. They lost tonight. But the Capitals have the best record and most points in the NHL. Do you think the Capitals are back to being the Stanley Cup champs they were? Yeah, I do. Uh, I have John Carlson under, you know, he comes on my show every week, and he was leading the league in points. I mean, I, I don't know where that comes from. And Alexander Ovechkin, he's going to have another 50 goals this season. Jacob Verona is exploding right now. I mean, they just score everywhere, and they don't lose, and they can they can beat you in overtime. They can beat you in regulation, and their offense is absolutely undeniable, and they're cool, and they're calm and collected. And they don't – I mean, they just have the Nationals in the building at the Verizon Center, whatever they call it now, the Capital One Center, MCI Center, pouring beer down in the fans' mouths and riding around with Zamboni shirtless. Like the synergy between the baseball team and the hockey team, I don't know, Scotty. We live in an analytics age, and everybody wants to tell me that none of that means anything, and it's all about math, and you put this guy there and this guy there because percentage why it makes sense. All I know is that these two teams are humping each other and making love out there in front of a bunch of squares in Washington, D.C., and it seems to lead to a bunch of wins and parades every other year. Listen. Sign me up for a buttload of that. I mean, listen, uh, it's a great sports town, and they've been winning all kinds of uh, championships. I don't care what anybody says. You win the Stanley Cup, you win the World Series. Uh, D.C. is rocking hardcore right now and there's nothing that you know people can cry about the redskins and wizards all they want screw them the other two teams are winning you you take what you can get chad i love you great stuff have a great event this weekend uh with your charity for the suicides and soldiers i love it that's good stuff i'm proud of you keep rocking it thanks for coming on the bench Thank you, Scotty. Enjoying the show listening tonight. Appreciate it. Keep up the good work. My man, I love that guy, Chad Dukes. He's a badass. Does a great show on the fan in D.C. He's hugely popular there and on the bench here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All cbs is the number 4227. So I'm uh, watching the Blazers and uh, Clippers now. All of a sudden I was spacing. I forgot it was on. I was watching NHL Network for like the last – Two hours for no reason whatsoever. Because I was watching a uh, Charger Raider game, right? And then I just finally put it on. So I, at least I get to watch the fourth quarter. And I have to say, the Clippers are rocking some pretty cool unis. Never seen those before. Those br- uh, What are those uniforms they're wearing? Have you seen the uh, the these... Uh, I don't even know. I have to get a better look at them. They're kind of cool, though. Are you seeing these things they're wearing? We just turned it on. Oh, all right. Well, check them out. And they're in the white with those stripes going up and down. There's your boy, Kawhi. He's playing tonight, though, isn't he? He sure looks okay tonight. I'm not falling for all their BS. You know he just took the night off last night. That's all that was. So they're wearing these old-school Braves uniforms. I don't even know what that is, but it's cool. I like them. They're, they're kind of fresh. And the Blazers are rocking some old jerseys, too. They're old-school Blazers jerseys. You don't see them wear those very often. It's when the Clippers were the Buffalo Braves. That's when Carver High was a fan. He always liked the Clippers since their days in Buffalo. The early 70s. 
Wow, that's crazy. So anyway, uh, I wanted to say one other thing uh, about Chad Dukes. He's a funny dude, right? Like, I love that dude. He's funny. He's great on uh, his show. He's great on this show. Parties. He's always got his swerve on and nice little beer buzz going. He he doesn't mess around. That guy just, I mean, you know he just drinks and eats and has sex. That guy's just nothing but trouble. I love that dude. He's awesome. He's one of my favorite people on the show. All time. I've had a lot of people on the show over the years. I mean, millions. And I really like him. He stands out. He's a he's a funny dude. I mean, he wasn't even supposed to be on the show. And he, he comes no, he on. That's just, how cool he was. He was driving home and he was just He's just a cool in. dude. Like, he's done that before. You know, he's done that. Uh, Dan Patrick has done that. He just called me one night. You remember that, Mafia, when we were doing the show at Howard Stern? He just yeah, called Yeah, we're in. on the other planet, yeah. He's just driving. He called in. I thought that was cool. I've never... Uh, I never, you know, I didn't expect it, and it's always cool when somebody does that. I think it's, uh, I think it's fresh. So whatever, he's got this big charity event. Check out his website and uh, get involved. You know, chip in a few bills or something. Throw a twenty spot down. Help some uh, veterans dealing with suicide and all that. I'm all for it. I support whatever he's doing. I got to check it out. Maybe write a check or something. I don't know what I'm doing. I got people trying to force me to go to Jet Giant games. Mafia, how was my reaction to that getting in the car tonight? Was it a pleasant ride for you? Not at all. <laughs> you got in the car tonight. and it's a I long l- ride of telling me how awful your wife is. I just lit it up. I'm not putting up with it. I don't care what she thinks. I don't care what any of them think. Can you imagine, like, trying to force me to go to a Jet game? I just, I'd rather be in prison. Honestly. I'm not even kidding. Do you think I'm kidding? I wouldn't walk around the corner to see them ever, ever, for any reason whatsoever. I went to a game once. Remember I went with, uh, what was his name, Jose Mangan I went with one day with, with him and his wife and, and 34 City. We went to a Jet game. And, I mean, thank God we got hammered and baked because I, I wanted to gouge my eyes out going to a Jet game. I think their fans are idiots. I mean, they are the biggest bunch of loser drunk tools in the world. You go to that place, you could you have a 50% chance of getting shanked. I'm not even kidding. Walk through the parking lot, wear another team's jersey, and see how well you fare. You won't even make it to the gate. I mean, you... to so many stadiums, though. No, it, My th- buddy was at, was at the uh, the Cowboy-Giant game on Monday, so there's fights all over the well, stands. Well, well, at the Cowboy-Giant game. Right, that game that's what I'm was saying. also at the same place. But different fan base. But but same same place. It's a den of iniquity, that place, if you ask me. It's a hellhole. It really is. I got to tell you, too, they did a great job of building the same crappy stadium that they played in before. How about the dump they built? Honestly. And the last one had more character than this one. This one's even worse. This is just a giant cement, steel, whatever you want to call it, like shining nothing. It's just it, a concrete bowl with lights. It is so boring. It's not even – how about these new stadiums they're building like in uh, L.A.? Have you seen these things? Mercedes in Atlanta, U.S. Bank in Minnesota. You wonder why all the Super Bowls go there because they wouldn't they, – can you imagine if they put another one here at this dump? I mean, honestly, it's like an ashtray in the middle of, the, uh, in, in the middle of New Jersey. Is it not? It's like a giant ashtray. That's what it is. I think they used to call Three Rivers that, too. The ashtray. Pittsburgh, that Three Rivers Stadium was another one. Just a giant. It looked like a big zit. Well, that made sense in the 70s. That's when they did all those you know, poured concrete ones where it was like the with the old Astrodome and Three Rivers and the, the one right. in Cincinnati, too. Right? right? They had a bunch of them that were like that. But uh, 
not in twenty, you know, two thousand five or whenever it was they built that one. It's your see. So he goes to Jet games because he's a Jet fan. So you can't you can't go into his like turf and start making fun of his team. But I just bashed the stadium too. I know, but I'm talking about your fans. Those fans. Do you remember I used to go to the Jet Nutmobile and party? I used to have fun when, when as long as I was on drugs, I had fun at the Jet game. As long as I was completely lit out of my face and had no idea what my name was, and I was drunk and high and lit. I'm on a plane on cocaine. <laughs> if as long as, long as I'm at the Jet Nutmobile on an eight ball, I'm fine dealing with the Jet fans. Are we on the air? Check one, two. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. Pharrellonthebench.com is the place to go uh, to make fat stacks because all I do is make people money. Simple. Even the Raiders tonight to win and getting one and a half double cover. Last week, 70% NFL, 9-4-1 in spreads, 5-0-1-1, top six plays. My fifth week in the 70 percentile bracket. That's what I'm talking about. Nine weeks, five of them in the 70s. Are you kidding me? It's ridiculous. College football, I haven't had one week that hasn't been in the 60s. 66% of my bets hit last week, including my top five plays, six of my top seven. Sign up for RelOnTheBench.com. It's cheap. The return is fat. Hide the money from your wife. You're going to need to. All right, uh, Zach in D.C., you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Scott, what's up, man? Yo. Hey, man, I just had to give uh, uh, Duke some props, man. You know, he, he owns the D.C. market from two to six, man. He's the man. He always talks about how he's a big fan of yours, man. Uh, he, he used to, yeah, I'm 25, back when he was my age, back working at Home Depot. He used to listen to you, and uh, that would get him through the night, the night shift. So, I think that's pretty cool to see where he's come. He's come a long way. Yeah, for big. sure. He's uh, yeah, is a rock star, and I'm happy for him. I, I'm, you know, I, I like what he does, and I think he's a cool cat, so it is what it is. Yeah, man, absolutely. You know, you, you mentioned, you know, the man, you know, man eats, has sex, whatever. You know, he mentioned a story today, man. Uh, there's a Zaxby's that opened up here in northern Virginia. He'd go to uh, the Royal Farms, get a bag of chicken, a fried chicken, and then from, from there, it's a little gas station next to the Zaxby's opened up by Andre Roberts, old Redskins wide receiver. He would get the bag of chicken just to eat while he's in line at the Zaxby's at Andre Roberts Zaxby's. So, uh, yeah, man, the, the man's a cool cat. Absolutely. You, hey, you mentioned the Jets, by the way. I, I got Jets, Redskins tickets, 11-17, November 17th. We're 12 rows up, lower bowl, 30 bucks, man. Can you believe that? That's some preseason prices. I think they that? should have to pay you to go to that game. Yeah, it feels like it. Hey, I'm paying more for my, my parking tickets, 50 bucks. Dan Snyder's charging me 50 bucks to park at his stadium. Yeah. And, I'll, and I'm paying 30 bucks just to get in. How about that? I mean, it is uh, a disaster, that football team. So, I, I, you know, if I'm a fan, I just i am not having it. I can't. I just can't go see them play football. They're they're, they're absolute wussies. I mean, they uh, honestly they play like a bunch of uh, femmes. I mean, they're the worst. They I I can't even. I don't know who's worst between those two teams. They're both so bad. I mean, honestly, like we're gonna find out this weekend. Jets, Giants, and then next weekend, you know, Jets, Redskins. I mean, people talk about the Dolphins. The Dolphins at least give people problems now. Like they're in they're in games. They're like scoring. They're playing. They're you know they're having fun. They're getting wild uh the jets are like a you know it's a manic depression 
I mean, it's on, honestly like watching them and the Redskins play, you need a shrink to go to the games. They're so awful. They're like going backwards. Uh, it's it's like following some old lady driving in a car and you, she's doing 25 and a 45. You want to kill her. I mean, that's what it's like trying to be a fan of the Redskins or Jets. It's just so frustrating. I mean, I, it, listen, if I'm a Jet fan or a Redskin, I wouldn't even leave my house with that stuff on my body. Honestly, you just look like a tool. Uh, you can't support them. You got to support the Nats and, and Capitals if you live there now. I mean, I wouldn't be seen dead in a Redskins jersey. I really wouldn't. I mean, it's so embarrassing. It'd be like, yo, you go to their games? <laughs> no. I'm just wearing a jersey today, bro. Everything else was dirty. Because people start making, chicks won't even talk to you. They'll be like, what are you doing? You're not wearing that out, are you? <laughs> I'd be like, and it's such a great franchise back in the day. I just don't understand it. They've gone from just such superior heights to such negative, just absolute hell. It's like, you know, it's got to be like living in hell, being a Redskins fan. It's basically hell on earth. I mean, it really is. And that owner's such a P. I mean, what a what an absolute tool he is. I mean, what a dork. Honestly, I couldn't even be in the same room with him. I'd punch him in the face. I really would. I'd be like, dude, you're such a dork. Sell the team, you femme. And, I, and that's the nice version. Uh, the one guy hung up on me. He was on hold so long. I was just about to go to him. The guy, Tadre, he gave up after all that. Jesus, dude. I was just about to go to you. Mike and Callie. Yo, Mike, quit fumbling around, bro. Put the bong hey, down. What's up? What's, what's up, Pharrell? Yo. Um, yo, this is Mike, man. I was calling, dude. I had no idea you were over six foot tall, man. That's crazy. Bro, I'm 6'3". No I'm 6'3", 205. I'm a monster. Dude, you're a monster, bro. You could smash me. Dude, I, I have a story. I, I just want to let you know, I have a basketball story. I have a pickup basketball story about me and my friend, um, Julian Gonzalez. Well, we're out in San Diego, out there, you know, in the southeast, kind of in the hood. San Diego, and we're playing basketball. We, you know, we know we're not very skilled at basketball. You know, we're in our cutoff shorts and Chuck Taylors. And these guys come; they're wearing their Michael Jordan stuff. You know, what I'm saying straight Jordan from top to bottom. Right. We're like, oh my god, how are we going to compete, Jay? We started laughing. This is play. This is play. Mike, this is play. Dude, um, like we're getting smashed in the first half, and towards the end of the game, um, we actually wound up winning. And uh, you know, we, you know, you know, like they got so mad start cussing at us and you know wanted to fight and Jay's all dude we won let's just go home I'll never forget that match is the funniest thing that ever happened that is awesome what a great story I wish I would have been there because I would have gotten in a fight uh for you I would have gotten in a fist <laughs> fight for you oh heck yeah dude that's what no I had no idea for real you were that tall respect man you know dude, basketball is a, basketball is a math sport Word I up. love it I, I play basketball every day of my life and mafia is even bigger than me he's six five 240. He's no joke. He's he's enormous. So Oh my god. <laughs> Mafia swat your shot all the way to into the Pacific Ocean. Carver High giving that story a 1 out of 10. I mean honestly. Carver High just like, gave me he gave me a 1 in the air. He's like, "I give it a 1." Like but First of it? all, he couldn't put the bong down. He was just got, so baked, which was, was awesome. And I, he might have been baked when that game happened, too. Why not? Uh, the guy shows up in the joints like, why'd they want to fight you? Just because you beat them in a I, basketball it ha- game? It does happen. You know, 
ask him every time I go play basketball now on the weekends, fights break out. I mean, it's just automatic. These dudes are fighting. And you know how they get when you wear your Chuck Taylor, Scarver High. People start fights with you. They get jealous. You got new Chucks on now, right, don't you? And you rock the Chucks, and then people start fights with you. I said, I saw you in your new Chucks. I'm like, those are some nice Chucks. And he's like, they're brand new. Starts a fight every time. I got to tell you, though, that's what happens in San Diego. Once I get that, you know, speedy weedy bringing me my buds, <laughs> I start... My basketball game gets a little testy once you get that chronic delivery, son. You got to get that cron dog delivered over to you. some of that K-Funk Swiss cheese, son. Bring me some of that K-Funk, son. Uh, Matt and Cali. Scotty. Yo. Hey, you guys were talking about those cook. Oh, and by the way, how do I follow up after that guy? <laughs> I mean, I'm faded right now, but I think I'm coherent. All right. That's cool. So, no, man, uh, you know me from uh, the old days of KMBR. Right, and right. when I was in college, man, taking Bart over to go watch the Bash Brothers and sit in the outfield seats for five bucks right. before Al Davis moved uh, back up there. Remember when he moved back up there and he built that monstrosity out in the outfield that was tarped up the rest of the time? Right. Because nobody ever sat there. That stadium used to be beautiful. You had beautiful views of the uh, Berkeley Hills. And we used to go uh, over there for, remember those Day on the Green concerts with Metallica and yeah, Guns N' Roses? for sure. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, it used to be time. It used to be cool a long time ago. Now it's just such a dump. Like, I can't even believe that they, I'll be honest, I can't even believe they still play NFL and Major League Baseball games in that stadium. I, I really do. It, well, is, it is so bad. The toilets unloading into the dugouts. I know. It's just, it's embarrassing. The place is embarrassing. It, it really is. And it doesn't even, it, it isn't, it's not, to me, it's not even right. It shouldn't even happen. Like, it's such a bad scene. They, they got to get out of there. So, and they are. Uh, we, they are. They're leaving. They're going to Vegas. Up, Scotty. We partied it up, and you haven't lived until you've taken shrooms and ridden on BART underneath the bay. <laughs> Listen, I've de I've definitely uh, d done shrooms, uh, plenty of them. But I I'll say this, that, uh, I, you know, I've been to that stadium 50 times, and uh, I will say they have great fans. Uh, the, the A's fans and Raider fans are great fans. They are insane. Uh, the the A's games with all those lunatics out there banging on drums and stuff they're they're crazy and the, and the Raider fans are they're you know obviously notoriously insane and uh, foul mouthed and disgusting and repulsive and kind of awesome so uh, the the fans have kept that stadium uh, you know a, a spectacle in itself I mean I don't think it's worthy of major league or NFL games anymore it's such a, a disaster it's a landfill but I think that the fans have kept it on uh, life support uh, all these last several years because they should have been long gone from there already and playing in brand-new digs. But it is what it is. Uh, they're playing there now, and the fans are getting their money's worth this year. They're 5-4. and four. They just won two games there. Uh, huge win tonight. I mean, everybody's got to be stoked, and, and that's all that matters. As long as the fans are happy, that's all that matters because I don't think anyone cares about to be honest with you, I don't think anyone there cares about the city of Oakland or the, the politics of Oakland and the politics of trying to get a stadium built and the politics of the baseball 
you know, game they've played of, of not giving them a stadium and it hasn't happened and everything else. It's just been an utter disaster. You could write a book about it, how bad the scene has been in the East Bay with that stadium. And uh, it's embarrassing. And so it's so bad that they're, you know, leaving. They're going to Las Vegas. So, And then the A's, if they don't get a brand-new stadium soon, I mean, I think they're, they're doomed if they keep playing in that building. I really do. They are doomed. They got to get out of there. They got to – the A's, it's like watching a minor league team. 855-212-4227 to get on the bench. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.